You're listening to Frankie Boy Radio. That the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Letting America take a deep breath. Good evening and welcome to Frankie Boy Radio. I'm your host, Josh Urban, and welcome to Monday night, March 23rd. So... I was talking to a friend today about this very interesting thing I read in a book a couple of years ago, talking about how the brain works. And you know the joke about how a therapist will always ask, well, how does that make you feel? Well, where that actually comes from is that serves a really useful purpose, according to this book that I was reading. Uh, I think the book was called Just Listen. And the book was kind of a business communication book, but this really applies to anything. And what it is, is it goes on to stipulate or, or to assert how the brain is uh, really can be visualized as three parts. The oldest and the most primal part, the reptilian brain, deals with our reflex. The midbrain would be our mammal brain, and that deals with emotions. And then the prefrontal cortex is our primate brain. That's abstract thought, language, all that stuff there. So uh, a couple of things you can you can see this in action about how there's really different parts of you that will react in different ways. Like if you're walking along and you see the garden hose out of the corner of your eye, you might jump thinking it's a snake. So the the, the old brain is very low resolution, but it's very quick. If somebody throws something at you, you put your hand up without even thinking. Uh, you, don't, you don't process, huh, well, there seems to be an object hurtling towards me and this might cause damage, so perhaps I should strive to avoid the collision. No, you just put your hand up, right? So, and this, sometimes that brain is wrong and you, know, you say, oh, I thought the hose was a snake. Ah, silly me, right? But that brain protects you. Next up is the emotional brain and this is where we get our, our feelings from and, and our, our emotions. And then finally, we have our logic our reason, rational thought, abstract thought, and language. So what happens is when we get in a stressful situation, uh, or on a good day, all of these brain parts are working in harmony. And then as we start to get stressed, we'll get pushed farther and farther back in the brain. So our logic will be the first to go. I, I was having one of these days today. So our logic will be the first to go and we'll be operating mostly from feelings and emotion. And you need all of these parts, but you want all of them, right? So the fa- the fancy new brain will go away and we'll just be operating from emotions. And then when it gets really, really bad, we might just be operating from our reptilian brain. And that's like if you're in a battle or something and you just see something headed your way, you're just going to flinch or, or react to it or fight, the fight or flight thing. So an interesting thing that happens is language can actually, according to this book I was reading, can actually pull us up levels of the brain. So for example, if I'm just just an emotional mess and, and talking to somebody, they say, well, how does that make you feel? And I start to tell them and use words, which is more of a, a the upper brain level, right? The, the prefrontal cortex. If I start to use words to describe what I'm feeling or what's going on, then that pulls me up a level and lowers the temperature, the whole situation, and starts to clear the storm clouds and the whole brain comes back online. It's a very interesting premise. So if you find yourself kind of in a tizzy, I was in several tizzies today. I mean, it's Monday, all this stuff is happening, right? 
If you find yourself in a tizzy, try explaining how you feel. Now, I know this sounds ridiculous and you might not want to tell anybody, right? Um, well, and sometimes people can be hard to find too, especially, you know, everybody's kind of, you know, keeping it in themselves now. So what you can do is you can write it down. You can write a poem. You can write a song. You could write a short story. You could write what I call a, a vignette. And I found a really nice one I wanted to share with you. This is by an author and a poet called Mark Nepo. And this guy's just awesome. And the book is Things That Join the Sea and the Sky, Field Notes on Living. We usually think that we need to go to an island to write good poetry, right? Well, maybe not. This one is called Unfiltered. And what he's done here, notice that we could all do this really from anywhere, right? He's just writing what's around him. And what a, what a beautiful little piece he composes right here. Unfiltered. I drip honey in the bottom of the mug, pour the steaming water and swirl it with a spoon. I lick the spoon and bring the tea upstairs. The light climbing over Tom's roof two streets away streaks through the maple in Lindy's yard and spills through my window, which has no screen. I took it out to let the light in. I've tried to lift the screen from my mind, from my heart, to pry the grid off my past. As I sip my tea, the light spills on the corkboard near my desk, where I keep my tribe. The soft light awakens their pinned faces. They seem to breathe. The six who become brothers along the way. The torn postcard of Presario. White beard splattered with paint. The print of Louis Armstrong, his trumpet sweating in his hand. The faded photo of Robert and me, caught 12 springs ago, just ending a hug, surprised we're still here. And near-century-old Joel, whose Lithuanian eyes carry the fire. The light starts to move on. It bows its way off my desk. The glow now on Ganesh, standing watch. His one hand says, come, his other says, stay. His huge ears are listening. The light goes on, bringing others into the tribe. Again, that's Mark Nepo, N-E-P-O, from Things That Join the Sea and the Sky. Beautiful bit of writing right there, and, well, I might try doing something like that myself. We'll see. The nice thing about writing yourself poetry, it doesn't even have to be good. Now, America, it is time for our deep breaths. Are you ready? So we're going to breathe in to a count of four, hold our breath for two, or pause for two, not like, <gasps> just pause for two, and then exhale for a count of four. We're going to do that five times. Here we go. Get yourself comfy and begin. Inhale. One, two, three, four. Pause. One, two. Exhale. One, two, three, four. A little bit slower. A little bit deeper. One, two, three, four. Pause. One, two. Exhale. One, two, three, four. Remember to count your breaths and be, breathe into your belly. Inhale. One, two, three, four. Pause. One, two. Exhale. One, two. 
three, four. Inhale, one, two, three, four. Pause, one, two. Exhale, one, two, three, four. Last one, inhale, one, two, three, four. Pause, one, two, exhale, one, two, three, four. Ha! We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>